Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest in the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so I have Sally Handlin on the line, and she is founder of Handlin Business Resources, and I'm proud to announce she will also be an author in one of our upcoming Mission Matters Business Leaders books. Uh, so Sally, first off, just want to say welcome to the show. Thanks, Adam. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm really looking forward to this and being a part of your new book. Oh, Sally, I'm excited to have you on and uh, excited also to talk about your book today. I have my copy here today. I don't think you may not have known that. So um, your journey to aging well. So we'll get into your book and as well, the one that you already have published. So I'm excited to talk about that as well. But uh, we'll start this episode the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So Sally, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. Sally, what mission matters to you? Well, as I was thinking about this, Adam, I think my mission and and what matters to me is connecting with people and sharing information, whether it be as individuals Mm -hmm. or as businesses, because I've had quite a varied background and I pull from a lot of resources. So just the passion is to be out there with people and share. Fantastic. Um, Love bringing uh, business-centered and uh, mission-centered individuals on the line to share their passion and why they do what they do and how they're doing it, really, so we can all learn from it and grow together. So great to have you on. Um, I guess just to get us started, let's kind of start at the beginning. Like, Where did did you start out in business and and kind of get going? Well, it was a little bit of a long journey till I actually got in business. I've had several different careers over my um, work life. I started out with parks and recreation and then moved into uh, city recreation, health planning. I moved into um, owning my own retail store, but I eventually got into banking. And banking then led me on a career path to really understand businesses and dive into what makes a business work and what doesn't work and the importance of the relationship with my clients. Yeah. Now, when you were in banking, were you working with um, with small businesses, middle market, all the above, enterprise? Like, give us a feel for that. Well, basically, I was small to middle business hmm. uh, size. And I started out in retail and worked in the yeah. branch, which actually, you know, worked with a lot of small businesses. Then I got into commercial lending and I ended my career running a call center 24 by 7. Hmm. Yeah. And, and the reason I ask, by the way, is because a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of executives uh, that watch this and the banking piece of it and all that, highly relevant. And so you're you're talking to our market here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. And I, I hope at some point, if they want to call me, I can help them as well. It's so important to understand the resources that are out you, yeah. but it's so confusing because there's so much information today. Yeah. Um, when When I was researching for this show, do you know that we make 35,000 decisions a day? No. That's what the current is saying. And so we're overwhelmed. So it's nice to know right. that you've got resources and people that sort of have your back when you're looking for information. 
So uh, speaking of that, I definitely want to get into further into handling business resources. But before we do, I want to I want to talk books. Um, okay. So books, books, books. So first off, um, just excited and thrilled to have you part of the upcoming business leaders release for Mission Matters. Um, um, for everybody watching this, just so you know, this will not be a full interview on what Sally plans to contribute. We're going to keep it really high level. And that's because we'll be bringing Sally back on the show for a part two of two of this uh, interview series. And on that and on that particular interview, we will be doing a deep dive into uh, Sally's writing in the book. So I, uh, Sally, just keep, kind of keeping it high level, what are some of the things that you plan to propose in the upcoming release? Well, I'm one of these people that really like to get down and drill down to, you know, three to five basic things that people need to consider, whether it's their health or their business. And so what I've done is I've looked at both of those areas and I'm bridging them in this book and I'm building off of four core values that I have found over the last 40 years to be extremely important for businesses. Um, And they really are the triple bottom line plus one. So the triple bottom line is people, planet, profit, and then added place to that. So I'm going to be exploring those and offering thoughts as to how they can help make a sustainable bottom line for any business. That's great. I'm going to cut you off there because uh, like I said, this won't be a deep dive into this particular book uh, today because we can't give it all away for free anyway. We want to sell some books. So everybody, uh, don't worry, we're bringing (laughs) Sally back on the line and and, uh, we'll definitely be leaving you with a cliffhanger on that one. But uh, I'm proud to say that we do have a book that we can talk about today, which is currently available on Amazon and other places. So your journey to aging well. So background, I got my copy here, like I said, um, <laughs> your background banking, you wrote a book on aging well. What was the inspiration for this? Well, uh, back in the 1980s, I got introduced to Rodale's Prevention Magazine and started mm-hmm. following that. And you know, if you skip forward a little bit into the 2000s, I was really following the journey of my mother who was aging mm-hmm. and in her late 80s, 90s. And I saw that things were happening through uh, the medical system to her that I I questioned, but I didn't have enough knowledge to understand even how to ask a question. So my first thing was to take a three-year course in herbs as medicine mm. to understand that. And then I took an, another course, which was uh, using them to uh, potions together, to put herbs together to make certain results. And then it took me eight more years after that to figure out the missing piece. Wow, that's quite a journey. And so you decided to take some of the um, some of the knowledge that you gained through this journey and put it into a book. So why a book? Well, I figure for most people, um, we get so much information. Again, I want to boil things down. I wanted mm-hmm. to provide them with a primer of how to look at all this information that was out there about health and wellness. And with the courses I took in herbal medicine, as well as integrated nutrition, there were some repetitive pieces of information. I kept thinking, why didn't I know this? Why wasn't I aware of this? And if I'm not aware of it, I read a lot. You know, there's a lot of people out there that don't know the basics of good health. And both those courses sort of pointed to the same thing. And the idea of the book came about because I can hopefully help more people 
understanding their health and their choices through a book than I could by doing, you know, small group presentations. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm just a big, I, I asked that question because obviously we're, we're publishers here at Mission Matters and I may have a bias towards books, but I, I always try to encourage people. I say, whether you're going through a publisher like us, whether you're doing it on your own, whether you're independent, I don't care how you do it. Like get your book out there, get your message out there. People read books, um, people hold them. It's something that you can touch, you can feel, they don't throw them away. Um, of course, the digital side of digital marketing and blog posts and Obviously, we're big on podcasting, right? So not being biased there, but don't skip the book. The book is a big deal. And that's a, that leaves a lasting legacy also to your message and what you're trying to what your message you're trying to get across to your audience. So big deal there. And again, I asked you that because uh, I'm a biased publisher and I want everybody to publish books because I think everybody has a story inside them or a lesson or a message to share um, that the world needs to hear. So um, I'm, I'm glad that you went through the all the effort and time and thought it takes to put together a book because it's not easy, right? <laughs> no, it's not. And, and actually, it took me 30 years to get this book out. <laughs> when you That's think of, what I'm talking about. I spent researching and going to classes and you know, investing time and money into mm -hmm. learning more. Amazing. So what do you hope, and I know there's many things, but um, what do you hope that the readers that you know, pick up a copy of this and that go through the book, what do you hope they get out of it? Well, I'm hoping that those that read this book understand that they can always do something to better their health. Mm -hmm. And there's four basic principles that I have, which is drink, eat, move, sleep. Okay, um, so I boiled it down. But in each of those sections of the book, we talk about little things that you can do to, that will make a great impact on your health, mm -hmm. on your thinking, on the way your body functions, on the way your body moves. There's there's so much we can do, but unfortunately, with all the PR and um, marketing messages that are out there from the food and the pharma industries, mm -hmm. we think with our heads and not our bodies, not our hearts. Mm -hmm. And our bodies know what they need. Our heads just sort of tend to override us when we don't take the time. Mm -hmm. Now, um, were there any surprises as you started going through? Because as you mentioned, like not not everybody's going to take a you know a thirty year process to compiling this book and to whittle down all of that knowledge, all that learning, all that the you know the process that you went through that. Um, I'm sure it was extensive. And I know um, just being an author and, and helping publish authors that a lot of times when you go, when you finally sit down and when you go and you do that book, like you learn things that maybe you weren't expecting. So I'm, I'm just kind of curious, was there any like unexpected things or aha moments that you had during the process of, of getting your book out there? Well, it was really interesting. Adam. I, I spent some time really doing my research before I put the book together. I, I, pulled all my information from all my courses and everything that I thought was important and started to line them up and put together an outline. And once I started to write the book, it really flowed. And after I published the book, I went back to it and I said, who wrote that? You know, it was like I didn't recognize some of the stuff that I realized that I had learned and, and could share. Amazing. And uh, I know one of the central themes is really and throughout the book is to really it's not a race to the finish line of like great health. Right. It, it's really um, an idea of ranking and to kind of systematizing like how how the actions that you take on a daily basis are, are you know, affecting your body and, and well-being. Can you maybe speak a little bit on that? Yeah, well, one of the things that really um, 
came to me in my integrative nutrition class, which was the final piece that that sort of pulled the book together, mm-hmm. was that we're all bio individuals. That what works for one doesn't necessarily work for another, and what's one food maybe another uh, person's mm-hmm. poison. So, even though there's all these publications out there, and there's over 2.2 million blogs, books, yeah. websites, um, you know. It may not be exactly for you. So you've got to take your time and understand your body. So by taking the little steps each time, it will help you to get towards a more healthy next chapter in your life. I started at 58. So, I mean, you're never too old. I mean, I went back to school at 68 again for Mm -hmm. integrative nutrition. So it's never too late to learn and to put these things in practice. Wonderful. Um, so we'll, and we'll definitely be putting a link to that book in the show notes because I want our audience to go pick up a copy of that. I want to switch it up a bit here. I want to spend some time as well um, today on handling business resources on your okay. current company. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe just as an overview, um, tell us a little bit more about what you do. Okay. Handling Business Resources is basically based on one of the quadrants of Stephen Covey's time management matrix. Mm-hmm. It's the second quadrant which is important and not urgent. Because Mm -hmm. what I found when I was working with businesses, both at the banking and the small business development center at Lehigh, is people in business were putting out fires all the time. And so consequently, they weren't getting to those projects that could probably make a difference in how they operated or make a decision. And so I set up this business to do those short-term special projects that businesses probably between five and 40 employees could use an extra hand for. So it's short-term project work for business owners and executives. Hmm. Can you give us an example, like of what what kind of projects are dues um, for, for, for you and your team? It's probably easier to say I don't do IT and HR. Uh, <laughs> my background is so varied that I've pulled from a lot of different things, but some of the, the list would be certifications, women-owned, minority-owned, and even wildlife habitat for uh, corporate businesses that want that certification. Financing presentations. I take my banking background and I pull it all together so that uh, businesses can go to the bank with a full package to make a loan request. Mm. Um, Business plan creation, local supply chain support, surveys, market research, strategic planning. I'm one of Mm. Tom Peters' 28 excellence audit facilitators in the world. So, you know, I, I try to really be there. I mean, I do community outreach. It, it really, the business can provide me with a, a challenge and I can see whether or not I can meet it. But probably the, the biggest thing I've been doing of late is certifications, financing and outreach. Mm. Wow, that's such a it's such a a good mix. It's almost like you're the um you're the the special teams or you're the SWAT going in there to kind of get some <laughs> things done, those big projects that really need to be done, things that you're talking about like financing packages. But I can see how that happens though. So you think about uh, you know, your day-to-day business owner that's running, putting out fires, doing all these other things. They know they need to do this other thing, but there's they're busy putting out fires and doing other things, and that's when they pick up the phone. And they're like, Hey Sally, we need you. Am I getting a good impression of this or am I off? No, you're, you're right spot on there, Adam. Yes. 
Oh, that's great. Um, and so how do you um, how do you typically work with clients? Is it on a project by project basis? Is it a consulting like over a certain amount of months? Is it a variation? Are there different things? I'm just trying to get a feel because at the end of this, by the way, I'll definitely be asking you to leave your, your you know, your, your information so that our audience can connect that may be in need of, of your service or just want to continue the conversation. So how does that typically work? Thank you for that. It, it Another thing that varies, I try to do it project by project, but if yeah. somebody wants a longer term, I don't, I don't want it to spread things out over a period of time, just because I can't, I yeah. want to get, I want to get in there, get it done so that the business owner can make a decision. So yeah. it's usually project by project. That makes sense. Um, and I feel like just from you, um, from your vantage point, especially when you're talking about things like putting together financing packages or other things like that, like having worked with, is there one particular industry or with your banking background, do you work with many different industries or give us a flavor for that a little bit? Um, actually, I've worked with a lot of industries. Um, mm. One of my biggest industries that I continue to work for since 2008 is a cement manufacturing business. So um, it, it really depends. I would say for the most part, you know, as I said earlier, five to 40 employees is usually the size of the business. From a financing package standpoint, I do things for alternative, traditional financing, SBA financing. Mm -hmm. I don't get into investment banking and, and some of those things. So I'm staying with the, the smaller to the midsize mm -hmm. in that arena. Uh, but I've really, uh, when I look over my client list, I've hit pretty much everything that there is. Yeah. So. Well, Sally, I have to say it has been uh, great having you on the show to get to know a little bit more about your book, of course, which I want everyone that's watching to go definitely pick up a copy of this. We'll put some notes in the show notes for it. And we'll also, um, uh, the links and all that good stuff. Um, but I just have to ask Sally, what's next? I mean, what's next for you? What's next for your business? Well, my next got changed because I started to, you know, put together my my uh, chapter for your book. And yeah. so after that, my next focus is your journey to healing the environment. And wow. I'm going to start with understanding more about water and water's needs, our needs, uh, the planet's needs. So that's sort of what's on my to do list. Awesome. Well, I, I, well, you have to keep me in the loop on that one because I, I want to hear more. You already know that. Um, so if somebody's watching this and they want to learn more or to connect with you on the business side of things, um, what's the best way for them to do that? My website is handlinbusinessresources.com. Mm -hmm. So, or you can just put hbr.com and it'll get to me. And if you're interested in more about my book, that is bodyconstruction.me. So perfect. And we'll put all that in the show notes so our audience can check it out. And uh, speaking of the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters or listening to a Mission Matters episode, we're all about bringing on business owners, entrepreneurs, executives, and experts, and having them share their mission, the reason behind their mission, really what gets them motivated to get up and to get out in the marketplace and make a difference. Um, if that's the type of content that sounds interesting or fun or exciting or engaging to you, hit that subscribe 
subscribe button because we have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line and we don't want you to miss a thing. And Sally, again, I'm so thrilled to uh, publish your work, to support your current book, and then also to bring you back on the show because you better believe we're going to get you back on the show to do another interview once your book is published and live with us uh, so that we can do a deep dive. So again, for now, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks so much, Adam. This has been a real pleasure.